Today is August 14th, and the Yankees beat up on Baltimore again. The fifth sweep in a row while facing these guys. 16-0 in the last 16, 17-2 on the season. Unfortunately, no more games against Baltimore, but we will reminisce and talk about these beautiful victories that were. Let's talk Yankees. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Talking Yanks. My name is John Boy. I'm coming to you from New Jersey, and I got my co-host Jake in his doctor's in training cutoff tee. Looking good. Gets in elevators. Girls get on. They say, wow, are you a doctor in training? Says, no, I just stole this from my friend. They say, oh, they hit the door open button, jump out of the elevator, kill themselves. Jake, how you doing? Yeah, a lot of half truths there. Jim, how are you? I, I am wearing that shirt. Start spreading the news, Jim. We won. I don't know if you saw that. We uh, did we, win. We won. We won everything. <laughs> the The Orioles, man, that's a... Do we like hold a memoriam or something? That's tough. Such such a good city, man. I uh, I don't know. They've got a couple hitters. Good luck, Orioles. But yeah, man. I think we're riding high. A because we took care of business. Slash took care of business the last sixteen times against Baltimore, and we're recording in the afternoon. So I think we've got a little afternoon energy going on right now, which is which is pretty nice. I know that this isn't fun or or nice, but. Do you think Brandon Hyde wishes he was still a bench coach for a winning team? Ooh, interesting question. I think sincerely he's had moments where like, if I don't know where he was earlier, like if I was a bench coach for the Indians right now, my life would be significantly better. He's just it's worn a really, down. It's a really tricky thing because I was having the question midway through, would you rather start the year on the Orioles major league roster or in AAA for a contender? And like I went through it in my head, and it's like, oh, you want to be in the major leagues because if you're on Baltimore and you play well as a major leaguer, you play well as a major leaguer. But then I went through all the guys on the Yankees that started in AAA, and I was like, I think I want that actually. So it's uh, there's there's a lot of tough debates when it comes to Baltimore. Um, I don't know. They've got a couple hitters. Bring in every indie league pitcher you can find and see if one of them is a human. And, uh, I mean, best of luck. We'll see you in four years. Maybe. 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 How are you doing otherwise? How are you personally doing on this Wednesday night? I'm good, man. I'm good. Like like I said, we've got kind of that earlier in the day podcast energy, um, which I think, you know, late at night you see us get squirrely at the end of the episode as, as we kind of run out of steam, which the people like, don't get me wrong. But I, I, I think we're about to bring the noise on this. And I, I think something you and I address is that these Oriole games, there's only so much to talk about because the Orioles are in a rough state. They're a triple-A team. <laughs> like, I, I thought that was going to be rude to say, but that is extremely honest. And so there's only so much you could get from the games, but we do have a lot going around with the team. A big game or a big series coming up with Cleveland. That's a fun one. 
And uh, you know, a lot of IL updates, a lot of a lot of guys coming back. So yeah, man, I'm I'm good. How are you doing? Good. That's good. All right, moving on. Cool. Um, Move on to the next part of the show. Come this on, show let is, us into your heart. I'm good. I'm excited. Let us into your heart. I went to a concert last night. It was nice. How was it? It was good. It was good. What was, that, what was your highlight? Uh, this guy that was in the crowd wearing goatee, bigger dude, wearing a Jets hat. You picture him at a Jets tailgate perfectly. Okay, right? I'm there. You wouldn't picture him at this concert so deep into joy. Okay. After every song. Yes! 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 <laughs> they did it! <laughs> and then uh, it was Langhorn Slim, and so I saw, like, came into the crowd and was singing with everyone and, like, walked up to that guy and, like, held his hand and, like, shared the mic with a little duet. And oh, wow. the joy that I felt living vicariously through that man, I was like, this is amazing. I was so happy for him. Being happy for other people being happy is something I like. Who are, who are we happy for for this episode, Jim? I'm happy for Alicia Gallo, not okay. Callow. Not Cal. Gallo. Maybe Alicia, too? Yeah, but I, but I said Alicia. Yeah, you could go either way with it. We're just covering, covering our arses. Another soft C coming up, Luciano Frioli. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Luciano Frioli. <laughs> when I type that, that schmuck owes me twenty bucks. <laughs> when I when I typed that name in there, I was like, "This is Jake's <laughs> dream name." <laughs> so good, Luciano Frioli. Oh my god! Last time I saw you, you were stealing cannolis from the back of the restaurant. Now look at you, <laughs> uh, Kelly turns. Kelly's been around. Thanks, Kelly. Chris Zlotnick. You think that's Dan's brother? Cousin? Not I mean, brother. He does two sisters. Dan Zlotnick sings our intro song. Ta- he's a musician. He's actually yeah. doing really, he's doing big things, I think. So go check out Dan Zlotnick. Jonathan Jaggard. Wow. Jay Jag. Love that. Jags. He's got to go by Jags. Jags. Sean Murphy. Yes. Yep. All day. Thank you. Robert Ryan. Uh, yes. And Shmully. Schmully, Schmully's around. Yeah, Schmully does. Schmully's a big supporter. Always tweeting yeah. out, telling people nice things about us. So those are our most recent Patreon supporters and subscribers. Uh, $2 a month, and it helps us out tremendously. You get live access to the podcast, which I fucked up today and gave it to the public. You know, I'm yeah. good for one of those a season, I think. This is my one this season. Maybe two a season. Look. Love that you're talking about that in like ba- actual baseball terms. Like, yeah, you know, I, twice a year I slap a ball down the line. It's not my hitting <laughs> yeah. style, but so we have people watching today that aren't Patreons. But usually, this is just Patreon. The chat's pretty cool. There's a little community that comes in, hangs out, talks. They can be part of the show. You also get to watch it not only live but whenever you want. You know, you can see Jake's ch- ch- tune in for Jake's outfit. <laughs> <laughs> that, that gets you jazzed up. Uh, we also give away two jerseys every single month, one via raffle, one via contest. We have a contest coming up next episode. This episode, we also have a big announcement. Our second event. <laughs> our second event, Talking Yanks at the stadium. Uh, tickets are on sale for patrons. They get a week. I'm rooting for the patrons to sell it out. 
to be to be really like I know that we have non patrons <laughs> that really want to go. Kind of, it's kind of so rude to the non patrons, but I get what you're saying. I, I, we have people that aren't patrons that want to go to the event and they want to buy tickets, but I'm rooting for the patrons to sell it out in a week. There's 40 tickets and, on sale, and, and Jimmy, our first event got rained out, so everyone from the first event will be at the second event. So it's gonna be like 80 people. Yeah, it's gonna We're, be a fucking uh, big time. This is going to be nuts. So yeah, I'm probably, when I see the 80 people, I'll probably get a little nervous and a little drunk. Good excuse to get drunk. But Jimmy, a special shout out. Um, we just had Samuel Levine already buy a ticket. We posted them about five minutes ago. Samuel Levine, extra Patreon shout out. He already got one. Uh, so yeah, we're down to like 39 left. So um, they're on Patreon right now. It's password protected. You're not getting it out of me. Stop trying. Yeah. So a week, week um, for the so patrons. Pa- it'll be open to the public. And uh, you get, it's like uh, 90 minutes before the game starts, right as gates open. We get 90 minutes of free food, free drink on the party deck in center field. We did that last time before they yeah. canceled the game. It's actually really nice. It's like a really cool thing. It was, yeah. it's, uh, it's just like the concession, but it's free. You get a wristband and then you're in and then we can all mingle, hang out. It's fun. And you'll get a T-shirt, and then they're nice tickets. They're, you know, where Jeter hit his five three thousands hit the home run. It's like that area, the the seats in front of the bleachers in left field. Yeah, it was it was super cool. You and I were obviously just a little nervous because we're doing event. Uh, you a little more than me because you're a schwitz. I used to do event in my old jobs, but when we rolled up and we saw it was like dead center field overlooking the stadium, no hassle. We were like, all right, let's go. And then we got to do it, and they rained it out, so that was actually kind of sweet. But we're running it back, so uh, either sign up for Patreon and get your ticket this week, or fingers crossed that there's some left over by next week. Yep. All right, moving on up to the injury list. Moving on up, injury list. We had a lot of good news. So much good news that you're scared. Jake's scared by it. So (laughs) scary. You're so scared by it. Like, come on. You got to give me one setback. (laughs) Uh, Stanton still feels like a setback to me. I'm starting to come down on Voight. They showed him more videos of him. I was skeptical last last episode. better than he's ever looked in these videos. Are these old videos? Imagine they're playing old reels. Did you see that one first base drill he was doing? He was flying. Yeah. Oh, my God. You all right? (laughs) Stupid. I don't know. Fucking never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. A troll account on Twitter almost just okay. got me. I, I backed out. I backed out. Closing Twitter. Proud I went to you. open Twitter to find the injury list, and I just got sucked into bad shit. Anyway, Severino's like feeling good. They said he was letting it rip. Sevy and Dellen are throwing like off a of mound. Sevy's one mound session away from facing batters. Don't say that to me. That's what they said, and that's why I'm freaked out. That's super close. Well, he's still got to do a spring training. That would be like day one of spring training. He's still in pitchers and yeah. catchers mode. Okay, that's... Hey, Luci- that- Luciano, put down the cannoli. That, Sorry. That sounds better to me, that he's still in the pitchers-catchers phase of spring training. Okay. Because that doesn't sound as close as what you said. Yeah, we are... Uh, yeah, I'm not even going to say stuff. It's It sounds good, and it's scary. And Batances had a mound session, and he was like, And oh. even 
Dellen, dude, because Seve kind of took a step ahead of Dellen, which, A, you know, I was stoked about, not just because of team needs, but because I was pretty freaked out that they were on the same exact path. Oh, they're the same amount of injured? Get out of here. That's not how life works. So when I saw they were actually Their treating bodies different. synced up. I tried to tell you this. They've been spending a yeah. lot of time together. When certain people spend a lot of the time together, start cohabitating, their bodies sync up, they get on the same schedule, injuries and stuff. I, I mean, I tried to explain it to you, but you refuse to believe. I think that happens with lizards. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so Dellen, I think that's the one that's surprising, Jim, because I think you and I were like, man, like Dellen's in a bad way, the shoulder, blah, blah, blah. His stuff came back great. And again, like he's he's in pitchers and catchers mode, basically. He's about a week behind Seve. But I mean, when you factor in that Dellen's only going to need so many pitches to get where he wants to be, they're both on a good track right now. I'm freaked out. All right. And then Hicks uh, isn't throwing for still like a week and a half. So we're we got to wait to see. Maybe that's the one that we can anchor into because the Hicks news isn't good. I don't want to talk about news. Good. I'm not trying to anchor in the bad news. I know that you are because you're a little freaked out. I said, put the cannoli down, Luciano. <laughs> Luciano's getting his money's worth. God damn. God damn. Let's get into Burns. We got to get into Burns. We had, we had Johnny Lasagna join the team. Oh, yeah. We, oh, shit. Brave it goes down. Lasagna comes up. We had Brady Lale make his debut, then get DFA'd. And Joe yeah, Schmo I, I, make his debut and then leave. And then Adonis Rosa make his debut and then leave. I guess that's kind of a part of the game. So, I mean, if you want to burn it, I'll burn. All right. On your marks. Get set. Burn. Hey, why don't you grab a puck out of the garage there? But, Dad, I want to play baseball. James Paxton on the bump first. Gabriel, you know it's going to be a long series for the Orioles, and it would start in the first with the notorious D-I-D-I, uh-oh, followed by his middle infield brother in Glebe Bay. Bay. It's 4-1 Yankees after one. Ursher got the voice to make your booty go. Gio Urshela, este noche, este pelota, 461 feet. What? Who is this dude? Paxton was Paxton. Six innings pitched, three earned runs, couple cheapies, whatever. Everybody now. Good things happen when Cameron Mabin is around the baseball. He goes Good solo Good things happen dolo. when Cameron Mabin is around the baseball. We got it now. A couple late runs off of Sessa, but Paxton to Canely to Sessa to Britton to Chapman. Yanks win 8-5 final game one of the doubleheader. Needed that out of Paxton with a doubleheader, so I, yep. I'm happy for him. Happy for Paxton. Sessa was the bad spot of this game. Yes, bad spot of this series, arguably. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. There's another guy. Spoiler. There's some other guys. Spoiler. Tease. Tease. Teaser. Uh, dude, is it crazy that the Yankees have played six doubleheaders and they're 11-1? and one? Yes. Okay, good. So, James Paxton still gives up the first inning run. Yes. Still kind of annoying. Learning to accept it. So, this is my thing. Last time James Paxton did this, he gave up first inning runs. Glaber Torres hit a grand slam in the bottom of the first. Right. If the Yankees counter immediately, it's so much better. Right. 
No, and they did again today. Didi hits the home run to uh, make it two to one, and then Glaber hits the home run to make it three to one right in the first inning. And it's like, okay, great, fine. Now Paxton gets a lead in the second inning. Yeah, it's it's weird. It, it's it's officially full shrug. It's like, okay, I I mean, it, you know, try whatever voodoo or whatever you want, but I mean, it's. It's it's about 75% Paxton's going to give up a run. If it's one run, I mean, that's kind of a win, which still sucks. Um, yeah. Dude. And then Santander <laughs> comes in with the home run in the sixth inning, and that like kind of ends Paxton's night. How about Flaherty coming in in game four and just completely erasing Santander and calling him Santander? John Flaherty going full botch job on Santander for a day is my favorite John Flaherty moment of the season. But they even talked about it. He was like, and Paulie was like, Ruko had the French accent going on. Yeah. He, they kind of went meathead on Ruko. They basically ki- kind of came in and were like, we're not doing any of that Santander stuff. <laughs> they right? did. They did. They went in like old school macho. Like, <laughs> oh, I can't oh. say his dude's name properly now. It sounds so girly. <laughs> Oh, Ruko, you went to school to learn how to say names? Get out of here. <laughs> We're athletes, Rooks. Guy's name's Santander. <laughs> oh, I have an update for you I forgot to tell you. Oh, this is fantastic. I, I was DMing with Stucco today. Yeah. You're... And you, you're, you, me, Stucco, and Ruko are getting an apartment in the Bronx, and we're going to set up some cameras, and it's going to be a Yes Network reality show. So that's just an FYI. I, don't worry about it. Do you know how bad you and I would come off if we were oh, yeah. constantly we're compared to disgusting. Stucco and Ruko? The two nicest, cleanest yeah. Yeah. guys going. Like They don't have an off switch. They're just very nice, you and me. Just the first thing people look at me in my building is they wonder when's the last time I showered. Oh, that's what everyone does. All the patrons who get the live access. Yeah. Yeah. The um, chat usually has so, a poll. Right now it's so at yeah. eight days. Every everyone tweeted Stucco tomorrow and be like, yo, Stucco. Yes house? John Jake Ruko you? Yeah. Because he was he was really excited. Cause I he just he posted an Instagram story that was like, Oh, it'd be sweet to have an apartment here, and he was right outside the stadium. So I sent him the DM and he was like, yo, dude. <laughs> he just got married uh, and Edward goes engaged. Yeah, Edward goes engaged. Yeah. So I don't know. There's some holes in it, but tweet at Stucco tomorrow. Sometimes I go look at my text messages with Stucco. I don't know if he'd like this. They're the fucking best, dude. I love Stucco. Can I find one just, just to give the, the people a taste? Just one. I'll you hunt for that. I'll I'll talk about the game a little bit. Yeah, Paxton did his job. Game one of the doubleheader. Yanoa is just bad, and he fell on the sword for Baltimore. Six innings pitch, seven earned runs. Uh, Glaber Homer. And the other thing that gives Paxton not a not a full excuser. He doesn't need an excuse. It's an okay start. Uh, Mancini hit, <laughs> and this is literally a stat. Mancini hit a home run on the highest pitch in the major leagues this season. So that that one was kind of like, <laughs> like, really? Come on. I thought that no one does that. <laughs> like, that's not, that's just not cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's just not cool. Uh, all right. So after spring training, I texted Stucco, yo, Stucco. And I had this big copy and paste, which was right. an invitation to come on the show right. before I could even get the copy and paste sent. And I'm working quick here. So right. we're talking within like 
two seconds, I got three texts response from Stucco. Let's fucking do it. What are you thinking? (laughs) Before I could even send it. I love Stucco. That dude's full of energy. All right. Give Stucco some love tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Paxton was good. But Sessa not being able to hold that lead. And uh, it was eight to three, man. And then we have to bring in Sessa. And uh, we have to bring in Britain and then Chapman. It was a little bit of a downer. It, It ended up not making, not mattering. Yeah. But. That's because of the offense, not because of the pitching. But it's all right. Yeah, and especially because we knew there were some arms on the team at the time that genuinely are not now because they were going to be DFA guys. So, yeah, that that did suck a little bit, but I, I don't know. Just rolling against the Orioles. Rolling, 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 rolling. All right, let's go on to game two. Same day as game one, Jay. What do you think, game two? Yeah, I think we move on to game yeah. two. On your mark. Get set. Burn. Game two of the doubleheader opener. I got hot sauce in my Chad bag as the Critter King takes on Ty Block. And boy, was he Block for the O's. I hate Brett Gardner. He hits a three-run Christmas triple because everybody coming home. After two, it's 4 nothing Yanks. O's make it 4-3 behind a homer from that Mancini fuck, as our good friend Joe's McFly would say. But the Yanks are tough, Jim. Four tough. Solo shot for Mike F. And then, oh, no, no, no. Someone check on Gary Thorne. Gracias de Caracas. A pair of three-run home runs from Glaber. I got to tell you what, man. My ideal baseball team would be 25 Glaber Torreses. Because I think that guy's special, man. He's like Antonio Brown without any of the foot stuff. It's 11-3 Yanks. O's get a couple thanks. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. O's get a couple thanks for playing runs. As we go Chad to Mantiply to Lale to Nestor to Vino, Yanks win 11-8 final. Woo. Good job. Look, Gruden impression there. Got tripped up on your own words. Yeah, got a little Gruden in there. Everyone's he's he's kind of been the highlight of Hard Knock so far, from what I heard. Haven't watched Wanu, um, and I I did a Gruden video on that uh, that foul Gruden account the other day. Got a lot of love, so that was kind of nice to see. Foe, um, foe, foul. Um, it's like a faux hawk. It's foe. And then yeah, I saw. Yeah, man, I just saw. Because we actually gave the O's a lot of thanks for playing runs in this series. But then I just, man, to play to Lale. When Nestor's the safe name in the final three guys to pitch, I mean, that's insane. You did a video for Faux Gruden? I just commented on it. He just had something hanging out there. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah. Um, What does hot sauce in my Chad swag bag mean? So it's hot sauce in my swag bag. That's a uh, a Beyonce lyric. Oh, okay. Um, oh, so I just yeah. I just uncooled myself. I was like, damn. Oh, you didn't cool yourself. I'll tell you that much. Okay. I typed it into my phone because I was really like, what's that? Yeah. What's that about? So anyway, dude, these pitchers, it's like, I, I said this in game one. We didn't talk about this. Paxton used his change up way more than he ever right. has. And that worked for him. Uh, and then 
Tommy Canely came out throwing sliders to righties, which I didn't yeah. even, I honestly didn't know he did. It'd been a while. It'd been a long time. And his changeup is such a, le- a weapon versus lefties because it moves away from them. So the slider to righties, same thing, moves away. So maybe he's going to, I mean, I don't think it's, what did Boone say? Boone said about both pitches, um, yeah, it's not really something we're going to lean on, but it's nice to plant the seed in the batter's brain that it's there. Yeah, and I, I think, you know, Tanaka with his splitter, that was a little out of necessity with the seams, but I wouldn't be surprised. Well, A, the Orioles, again, are a triple-A team, so the Yankees kind of used it as practice. But also, if we remember from the All-Star break and with some of the off days coming off of that, Tanaka was talking about how he had two practice sessions to work on a new splitter, which they don't normally have. So I, I would I would assume Canely and maybe a couple other guys did the same thing. Paxton, and this is the perfect demo trial because it's the Orioles. And then the Yankees said, all right, let's even the playing ground here. We'll match yeah. your AAA pitching with our AAA pitching, and we get Joe Mantiply and Brady Lale making his debut, and we still win the game. I mean, not that they were the reasons. The Orioles did put up eight runs, but what? Yeah, uh, I mean, what? Uh, like what? A pitching staff. Chad Green did well. Chad Green's pretty good. Mantiply gets the win. Congrats, Brady Lale. Then Nestor, who we said on Sharp Sats yesterday, hasn't been as good as when you really look at it. Hasn't been as good as we think he's been. Yeah, so. he's he's just been comfortable. <laughs> um, yeah, Mantiply and Lale go 5.2 combined, which that's good. Six earned runs, not as good. But again, like we could do that against the Orioles, which is pretty pretty wild. Pretty wild. Glaber going off. Pretty fun. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's insane. He literally, I mean, what, the second most home runs against an opponent ever in a season? So, that's <laughs> can't good. Be, can't be right. Ever? He's t- 22 years old. Shortstop, second base type. Younger than you and I combined by about 40 years. About he, he, forty. About it's a round. It's a round number. Yeah, crazy it's a round number. Fun with math. Fun with math. Double you want, header. You want to go to game three? I think so. I don't think there's really anything else here, right? Now we got some big picture stuff. Some awards after this. Let's let, tell me what happened in game three because I didn't get to watch. Okay, we'll do. Any markers that could burn. Domingo on a Tuesday. Herman versus John. What do you means? In oh well, actually, two of the better pitchers in the AL East matchup. The machine says that's a good well actually for me to poop on. <laughs> Triumph, <laughs> the, Triumph the comic dog. Is he still cool? One nothing Yanks. Where's Jules Santana? Cause Cameron Mabin hits a two RBI single. Yanks up 3-1 after a Pepe Le Pew homer by Santander. But it was Geico time, Jim. Do they sponsor this yet? Judge pulls a two RBI double. <gasps> Gee, yo, RBI single for Urshela. But why is all the rum gone? Cracking time, Gary RBI double, 7-1 Yanks. Talk Daddy throws a late RBI double out there. But Domingo, seven innings pitch, two earned run, his 16th win of the year. Wow. Domingo to Adonis Rosa. Sure. 8-3 final. Adonis Rosa getting some action. About damn time. Domingo looked good in this? 
Domingo looked good. Um, I know this is this is something you wanted to catch up on together. Um, because yeah, Jim, I mean, he goes seven, but he lands at 93 pitches. So I know we've started to get curious about that pitch count a little bit, but he was kind of cruising, man. I, I thought, you know, I thought there was a chance that maybe they'd pull him after six, but, uh, I don't know. They felt they could get, they feel really comfortable with where Domingo is at. And I think if they feel like they need to limit his pitches, they'll do that in September. But as of now, they're kind of going to let him go. Nice. Cameron Maben gets involved, your dude. Always. Always. And then I, 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 what I looked at when I like just, I watched some highlights and stuff. I didn't see the full game though. Sure. <clears throat> Talkman taking walks in big spots. Yeah. He, uh, he, he spit on a pitch there. He, he casually goes two for three. Romine went three for four. Urshela three for five. Um, Talkman, man, Talkman has a legitimate eye. And I, I was trying to get into the in-depth analytics stuff, and I, I'm maybe I'll tag Katie in it because I, I think I was going through some Tango Tiger stuff, and it, it meant I couldn't process it in my head. But I think the Mike Talkman secret right now is he has a really good eye, and he's cranking fastballs, which is so funny from when Mike Talkman first came up and was swinging through 91 mile per hour fastballs. Um, Jim, I, I think one of the bigger things in this game was, you know, the Orioles come out, John Means, he's he's had a really good season for them. This is the game that the Orioles are like, okay, you know, doubleheader yesterday, Yankees used some of their bullpen, like we could get this. And then first pitch, LeMahieu hits a bomb to center, 446. And that's like, okay, well, we tried. Yeah, Means, Means didn't do good again. 3.2, it's like no. the same line. It's worse. 3.2, eight hits, six turn runs. Changeup wasn't changing? I mean, it's just getting through that Yankees lineup so many times is, is kind of tough, man. And, I mean, he's still coming off the DL. He had two walks and one strikeout, which if you remember the John Means we saw earlier this year, that's, I mean, that's not John Means. So, um yeah, man. I, I mean, it's just tough, and it's it's funny how the Orioles kind of have to operate that, like, Castro and, you know, they're better relievers. Their better relievers want to get in, like, a one-run, two-run game if they're down. <laughs> like, that's their goal. Um, but, yeah, man, I, this whole series was just a, a domination. Well, how would you feel about Chandler Shepard, who made his debut? Did you see his minor league <clears throat> stats? It was like a 7.4 ERA. I think he had like a 1 in 10 record or something. Uh, your your guy, John Heyman, best friend, was tweeting out about it, how it's like bad for baseball. And it's like, ah, whatever. And the, he kind of did good. So good for him. But it was a like one of those. It was a like one of those moments. A Luciano. You think um, John Heyman's it, upset that I was on an intentional talk and stuff? Uh, John Heyman's probably just upset sometimes, but he, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. When, when you saw that, I mean, it really shows you. And I, I did this last Baltimore series, but I mean, how many of our young guys could be, if you went through the Yankees organization, how many young guys could be contributing to the Orioles is probably insane. Yeah. Speaking of. Game four, the young prince. Game quattro, return of the Mac. Gets his call. Jake's favorite. 
Tyro Estrada. I like it. Well, let's let's burn game four. Tell me what happened. Tell me what the young prince did. Okay. On your marks. Get your sets. And now burn. J. A. Happer versus Dylan Theodore Bundy as the Yankees continue their mass murder of the Baltimore Orioles. Hap gives up one in the first, sure, but the Yanks put up four. He is Gary. He is good, leading all MLB catchers with his 26th tater tot of the year and a DDRBI single. Nice, dude. 4-1 Yanks. Happer struggled to get through five, but two runs will take it for now. Bump, bump, bump. Mike Ford. Two RBI single, which would loom large as the bullpen. <laughs> Sessa. <laughs> Sessa would give up three runs, making it 6-5 game, but the Orioles are awful and the Yankees are great. Hap to Sessa, to Vino, to Britton, to Chapman. Yanks win 6-5, sweep the four-game set, win 16 straight against the O's, spit in my mouth. Let's go, Yanks. I was so excited they won. I said on the pregame show, like, they can't lose this. You can't. You have to complete the 16-0. You have to complete the fifth sweep in a row versus the Orioles. And Jimmy, I had I had one thing I missed in the pregame show, which was that A, I thought, well, the thing I said was the Orioles don't want this looming for the next seven months. And now it is, because opening day, that's all the Orioles are gonna hear is that the Yankees have won 16 straight against you. And B, Jim, this is what I missed. The Orioles just came off the Astros win on Sunday. So that was per- definitely what they came into today thinking like, hey, we ruined the Astros getaway day. Now let's ruin the Yankees. And they tried. It was a 6-5 game, but Yanks are really good. Orioles are really bad. Yeah, and uh, Big Baby David, who helps us out a lot, part of the team here talking to Yanks, tweeted out, I'm so mad that I still get upset about 2019 hat being bad or something like that. Right. And I said like, I said this last episode, uh, the burden of hat being bad is fully off my shoulders. Like we're winning the division, whether he's bad or good. We're, we're competing for first place, best record, whether Hap's bad or good yeah. and Hap's not going to pitch in playoff games. So for the rest of this season, like I using any of my brain power to worry about what Hap does, it's gone. I don't care. And it's just, it's, it's a mentality, Duck Jim, down that, a snake's back. Oh, my God. It's, it's a mentality, too, where now that we expect bad hap, which I'm not saying you're wrong to expect that, but, Jim, he, he had a little bit of bad luck today. He had a couple two-out blue pits. And by the way, you know, yes, the bases were loaded in the first, but he got out of it. Um, and then he, he gives up another run in the third, and people are like, okay, here, it's done, huh? And it's like, well, if, if I told you before the game, Hap was going to give us five and two, we unfortunately take it at this point because he's having a bad season. But, I, I mean, you know, play it out. I, I get it. He's having a bad year. Um, but there was a couple moments today. I mean, there was a couple shift beaters that kind of sucked. There's a couple two-out hits that kind of sucked. Hap's having a bad year. You're right. Don't let it affect you. And if you're going to let it affect you, wait for it to happen to affect you. That, that's what was killing me. 
you know, there's two outs in the first, bases loaded, only one runs come across, and people are like starting to chalk up a getaway loss. Like, no. Wait, when he's bad, you can be critical of him. That's fine. But wait for it to happen almost. I got really excited about the Gary home run. <clears throat> I got really excited about the Gary home run. Sounds it. Yeah, I did. A scared intern look, I think. Yo. Yo. Pitcher's reaction was really good. Yeah, it's just gone. <laughs> home run kind of. I don't want to say it snuck out, but it, was, it wasn't it was a no-doubter. And <laughs> Stayed up. It was one of those ones but, that just keeps staying up. Yeah. Bundy just turned to the ump right off the bat like it was hit 500 feet, and he's like, oh, that's, yeah, I'll take another. Yeah. This happens sometimes, Blue. Yeah. They get this hits. happens a lot. When I pitch, they seem to get hits sometimes. Gary had three hits today. Gary had three hits. He had a nice Gary single. He also had, I think it's funny, Gary had a mishit single, but it is Gary's mishit single. Like, he got jammed a little bit, but now that outfielders play so deep, it just dropped in there easy. It wasn't even a question mark. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right, want to move on to awards? I think so. Um, hey, and big big ups. I was being tough on Mike Ford, and maybe he gets into awards, but his uh, two-RBI single ended up being huge. Rather large. Yeah. I think it was the first time I, I used loomed in a burn. I like the word loomed. It's a good word. Good yep. baseball you word. say, like, that looms large. That's like, yeah. can't really say it in any other manner. I'll start working it in. How'd you places. use it in the burn? I think I said that ended up looming, loomed well, large, which would loom large. Yeah. Probably not even good English. No, right? loomed large. It's the only way you can use loomed. Are you saying loom or flume? Log flume? Are you a log flume guy? I'm taking you not as a log flume guy. Depends how hot it is outside. Right. Hot day, you're fluming. Because you need to be able to dry. Like, I don't want to walk around in wet shoes right. and like wet pants. Then I'm just gross all day. So it needs to be able to dry out pretty quick. Do you like the band Flume? Are they any good? There's a band named Flume? I thought so. I don't know. You're my music guy. Intern Luke just shot me a look like I can't believe I didn't know about that. I don't know. Oh, okay. So I know them because they're like a Red Rocks kind of jammy band. I don't like jam bands. Maybe they're not jam. Or maybe they're more beats than jams. Either What's way. Flume? Okay, cool. What's Big Flume sesh. Young band? Yeah, it looks like he's doing like what our friend Ken does when Ken smokes. Like he can't talk. He's like trying well, to say it, words to me and they can't get him out. This is episode three, 320, 100 eps away. Yeah. All right, Jake, awards today are brought to awards. you by a wild sponsor. Guys, we have companies coming in left and right to try and get on board. Times are good. Times are pretty good, guys. We yeah. we really struggled. We thought advertisements were kind of going to come in. They didn't for a while. They're starting to come in, and here's a fun one. Here's a fun one. Here's the copy they sent me. Guys, let's talk about sex. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> All right. Awards are brought to you by Blue Chew. Okay, Blue Jake? Blue Chew. We got samples. Jake's popping one right now. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same 
FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know it works. So Jake finds out Tyro Estrada gets back on the team. He pops in Hello. his blue chew. The rest of the episode's going to be coming at you hard and fast. You can take mm. them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. I didn't know that was like a not thing you weren't supposed to do. And since they're oh, chewable, yeah. they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises, which for Jake is never. Never. Boom roasted. Get over here, Noodle. <laughs> oh, my God. You could benefit from the extra function and more confidence where it counts. Blue Chew I is the fast. extra and, function. Yeah, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. So if you go to BlueChew.com, uh, so this pill helps my penis? Yeah, it helps your penis. Uh, use okay. code YANKS and get $5 off or something like that. Nice. I might. Again, blue, that's B-L-U-E chew.com. I might blue chew and yanks you later. Okay. They got two more spots coming up in September. Thanks for working with us. Blue chew. A little more on Thanks, that. Thanks, blue later. chew. All right, Jake. I Send get some samples, please. We do get samples. They get, they're sending us samples. If, Are they coming to you? If, if, I'll send them to you. I don't. We don't care. I think you get them and I get them. Okay. Next episode will be Blue Chew. Like we'll, we'll be on Blue Chew. Blue Chew episode. All right. Next up is awards. The first award we do is... Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah. Awards. Pride, pride, pride of the Yankees. It's the pride of the Yankees. I'm a bit torn here, Jake. The first okay. guy I wanted to give it to, I'm not giving it to. I, I said, nah, 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 nah. Nah. Then there's another guy I really want to get it. Okay. So I have three guys that I think really deserve it. And the guy I'm giving it to is Glaber Torres. Vic, Vic Valera. Oh, okay. No, I'm giving it to Glaber. He gets the pride yeah. this week. I mean, I mean That's the, a good one. the stats back it up. But it's more yeah. than just the stats. Yeah. And I'll tell you that. Six hits, uh, seven RBIs, three home runs. Glaber, the stats are there, and that's fantastic. The entertainment value there, and that's fantastic, right? The, the Gary Thorne stuff, the Glaber stuff, all the fun stats of like, wow, no one's done this before. It's incredible, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the, the most thing that I'm most happy about is that he's not hurt. Yeah. Just took some Orioles pitching. I mean, I think that's not a question anymore. His injury. Yeah. Cause he was swinging rather big and connecting a lot. I mean, he not, he had a lot of RBIs, two, three run homers in the same game, but I'm so happy that he's not hurt. Yeah, he he gave a couple Bo Bichette swings that Paul O'Neill had some really good commentary on. He was like, you know, back in the day, if you were whooping on a team like this, that would be kind of frowned upon. But, but it was a close game. Yeah, it was a close game, and Glaber is 22, which I do think it helps him in that situation. He was swinging. He, he took some of his biggest hacks of the year. But, Jim, you're right, and it kind of ties into my – health freak out i mean coming into this series glaber was still a health question mark he dh the first game so i mean the fact he was back in the infield he's taking big daddy hacks that's uh that's huge news for the yanks yeah yeah that's why he's my pride because going forward we need some we need more of this to happen so glaber can now be a leader now voight can come back and be like glaber's back i'll be back 
Right, right. We can start moving on the injured baton. And uh, Jim, you're right. It's pride of the Yankees. Glaber was was the first pick this week. Great job. Great job. Great job, Jimmy. And congrats, man. 100K. What? Congrats on 100K. Oh, on Twitter? I'm Thank proud you. of you. Thank you, man. I thought you were going to give every, me 100K. Every day. No, I am in debt. My pride of the Yankees, though. God, all I can think about is Blue Chew right now. My pride of the Yankees, and this guy makes me not need Blue Chew. Jim, it's Gio Urshela, man. Um, Fuck you. Only, only because he hit 500 this series. You're pissing um, me off. Okay, let's, let's, <laughs> let's, you want, do you want to delve into that? I, you, I, just I had a good award set up for Urshel. I thought you were going to take Herman. Oh, oh he, he hit 500 this episode, and he you plays a great it, third base. You gave base. it to him last week. <sighs> yeah, well, guess what, Jimmy? Gio Urshel is in a batting title. If I told you there was a Yankee before this season that was in a running for the batting title, you'd say, okay, yeah, DJ LeMayhew is great. He's done that before. It's actually pretty tricky. Yeah, and he, I think the at-bats are going to get there. People have been doing the math, and it's like 3.3 at-bats per game. But he's going to rest some games, yet 3.3. So it's going to be tight. I think they're going to get Gio Urshela the bats to qualify, especially if he's in the race. So, but, so a little more on that. He has to play every day at the top of the order to get like three or four at-bats every single game from here out to qualify. But if he doesn't have enough at-bats, he can trade offers. And like trade like over for the for right. for games. So if he's winning the title by a ton, he can still trade like okay, well let's trade like knock down my average and just give me O for three on that game. To get to the necessary But it might be qualify. close. So like right. it's still kind of tricky whether he's gonna qualify. Tony Gwynn traded offers a lot, and then Melky Cabrera could have traded offers and won the batting title, but he missed fifty games because of drugs right so he chose not to for the for the good of the game it's kind of nice Melky. i'm good sure job, he was heavily told not to do that yeah and jimmy the bigger thing here is that we've i don't know i guess we're dancing around is that geo urshela is being talked about to win the batting title <laughs> um yeah th- this well, guy the stipulations aside it's crazy Jim, I I looked at his stats coming into the season. I guess I could bring him up. Oh, people like being informed. Get over it, folks. Um, Jimmy, coming into this season in Gio Urshela's major league career, uh, he was batting two twenty seven uh, with an OPS that started with a five. So again, I just can't emphasize enough how insane this is, Um, some of the special plays he can make on defense. He had three straight three-hit games or something like that. Um, Yeah, coming into this season, Jim, he had 499 plate appearances. So, I don't know, most of a season. He hit 225 with a 274 on base and a 589 OPS. That's horrible. That's atrocious. And, Jim, this... This season, he's played over 100 games. He is currently hitting 335 with a 378 on base. Um, we're talking batting title with Gio Urshela. He's been hitting second or third. He's, he's my pride of the Yankees. 
I was going to give him the Not Just a Bat Award. Nice. Because I'm in love with his defense. I mean, that play to end the inning today where he came across, like all the way across, Andor's not making that play. And last yeah. year, Andor's not making that play. And I'm sitting here saying, oh, that's a hard play. Like, we can't, you know, we don't need right. him to make that play. I was fucking brainwashed by Headley and Andujar and all these bad third ba- defensive third basemans we had for a while. Like, it's huge. It, yeah. it changes innings. I know you like to say he gives you three outs, Andujar took away three outs, all that stuff. But, man, I, I can't go back. I cannot we- go back to a third baseman that has no mobility. It's it's part of the reason I love the third base position, Jim. I mean, a special play at third base just looks differently. And, I mean, he had one that ended the game the other day that, I mean, I, I tweeted out a Ron Burgundy gif, which, yeah, I realize how unoriginal that is. Wow, but it's him lame. Saying, I, was, I said, Andujar probably makes that play, and then it's him saying, we are laughing because <laughs> no way, man. And it's, uh, I mean, the Andujar conversation is going to be a fun one in the offseason. Uh, but Jimmy, he's uh, I, I haven't seen a third baseman play like him since Brocious. A-Rod was good there, but like A-Rod, everything is mechanical and pre-planned. I mean, there's part of the third base position when you make a special play that's like unorthodox to a degree, and Urshela has that. Yeah, yeah. Right, let's go on to the, some, the real fun stuff. You Yankee motherfucker. You Yankee motherfucker. <gasps> Yeah, Blue Chew's kicking in. Jakey's swearing just, on the pod. Am I supposed to take two or three Blue Chews? Half of one. Oh, boy. Noodle? My Yankee MFR. Who's your Yankee MFR? Can I do it? Can you not give me shit? You know what? You're it's clear. Orioles. Okay. We've, won, we've won 16. No, no, no. I have, I'm not going to do it. It's Sessa. Mine is Sessa. Ah! Here I was, twisting playoff Sessa knife into your sides, just yeah. fucking killing you. I'm glad you. I kept my guard up a little yeah. bit. <laughs> yeah, and uh, well, I was I was half joking for anyone that thinks I'm serious, right. but uh, yeah, man, Sessa's two outings, and it's like okay, sucks. That dude, just like that. That dude sucks. <laughs> Just like that, he's he's DMing your best friend asking if they want to hang out later. It's uh, I mean, it's just a bad ex. Wait, Sessa's who's he, never gonna. Ha- who's he DMing? He's DMing one of your friends to like hook up with. He's just oh. he's just a bad ex trying to win over your heart, and it's not gonna happen, Sess. I'm sorry. DMing my friend Ken. Louis Sessa's DMing Ken. Yes. Yeah, you okay. got it. Just popped a blue chew, Ken. Oh, boy. All right. That, Louis that's Sessa. a good Yankee MFR. Thanks. I wanted to give it to another guy, but Sess is more deserving. Yes. Yeah, so I hope, I hope you take my buddy pass and run with it here. God, I mean, Brady Lale did have a bad performance. No, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do that to a kid, Jim. Um, who do I want to go with here? I am going to go with... Fuck, man. I'm in a tight... I'm in a bad way right now. Uh, this sucks. I'm going to get yelled at, but not really. I'm going to go with Mike Ford. Oh, my God. I thought you'd take the layup. I'm upset. Um, Jimmy, and I'm I'm just going to take him because 
Mike Ford has one of the biggest cases of Kendry Morales syndrome that we've seen being able to diagnose in a while. Well, be, well, not being able to run fast and, and and hitting the ball hard in one spot really limits you. Yeah, there's there's a hole in the analytics community. And guys, I, I try to appreciate analytics. I just dropped Tango Tiger earlier, who's like the god of analytics. But yes, Mike Ford is hitting the ball hard. He can't run, and he's hitting it into the right into the shift, the teeth of the shift. And Jim, I think I, I was actually developing a Mike Ford theory this week that know how there's been quadruple A baseball players throughout time? Yeah. I I think that so with the development and analytics and technology and hard hit rate and you know loft and et cetera, et cetera, that we've we have now seen the benefits of Luke Voigt, Mike Talkman, and those guys who, you know, they've been able to mold their game and become ball players. I think there's going to be another group of players, and maybe this is super rude to Mike Ford, but major league pitching is on another level. So if you have a spot that you can't hit, or if Mike Ford is going to hit the ball hard into that shift every time, I think that's kind of it and that's all. So yes, he had a couple nice hits. He had the home run. He had the single, which I complimented it on. But he... And and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that hard hit stuff comes through against Cleveland and we're singing Mike Ford's praises. I would love to do that, Jim. But right now, I mean, he's got a bad case of the Kendrys. Yeah, that would have been a good award, bad case of the Kendrys. Yeah, I gave him the mf All right. Uh, I'm going to do a, uh, a fun award before I do a serious award. Okay. I'm, I might snag your serious award. Great. Scared? My- I I thought you might snag my fun award, so I'm doing it first instead of saving it for Holy second. Holy smokes! This is it's the scarecrow. Fourth, just ate my fourth blue chew. The scarecrow. Yeah. Okay. Got any guesses? I think it's obvious. Mike Talkman. No, wrong, dumb, idiot, okay. fool, smelly. Jake's punching himself in the head. That's Bravik Valera. Dude needs a brain. Oh, come on. If only I had a brain. Listen, I know he's off the team now. Yeah. That might be, I, I might call it technical <laughs> But you, last episode, you were so upset with Bravik for not taking uh, advantage of his shot with the Yankees and like, dude, st- keep your head in the game. Stay yeah. focused. And what we didn't know, Jake, is that right. it's not a possibility. Right. He doesn't have a brain to stay focused. I've never seen a guy with a lower baseball IQ. Jim, I'm just telling you to tiptoe because we've said stuff about Voight. we said stuff about Talkman. Vic Valera is supposed to be next in line. It has nothing to do with skill. Yeah. Dude hit a ball and didn't run the first because he thought it was yeah. foul. It was very fair. It wasn't even yeah. like a chalk line drop. Quite, quite fair. Got in the way of Judge trying to catch that ball and be a hero when Judge is calling him yeah. off. Then stole out at second. Stole third with Judge up. Yeah. And it was funny because they threw it in the outfield. He gets up to run home and slips and falls, but still makes it home. But it's just like, yeah. what a shit show, Valera. And if you get thrown out there with Judge up, like you are the bonehead of the year. And it I it it was unbelievable. It was, it was truly unbelievable. I can't believe he's getting an opportunity to play for the New York Yankees and he's forgetting out and he's not running. Like, tour de force is a tour de force of brainlessness. I'll say this. 
when Vic Valera goes to his National League team to make his all-star run, he will be one of my favorite players in baseball. No. But what he just provided us with on the Yankees is unacceptable, man. (laughs) It's so bad. Like, straight up, you can't do that. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. All right, so that's my fun award. What's your award? Damn. Damn, Daniel. Uh, Jimmy. Yep. Jimmy O'Brien. I am going to go with the Blender Award. Oh, wow. I know. It goes to Aaron Judge because you're confused of whether how upset you should be, how good, how bad. He's got your brain in a blender. You can't figure out how you feel about him. The award, you got the award right. It goes to Aaron Judge. Yeah. Um, you got all of the follow-up wrong. No. Jimmy, He's he is mixed up right now, man. He got in his art, his most... Angry tussle with an umpire today. And it was a decent pitch, man. It wasn't low. Like, for the pitches we've seen Aaron Judge get called strike threes on, there's been some that we've wanted him to basically go Hulk and, like, actually toss the umpire. Dylan Bundy made a nice pitch today. It had the corner. It was high enough. And Judge gave the umpire one of his biggest yellings and it wasn't like, wow, Judge is getting comfortable yelling at the ump. It's Judge is a little shook right now. And I'm I'm worried. I as you know, I kind of doubled down that because his hard hit numbers are there. I know the launch angle stuff. And we had these games coming up against the Orioles in Toronto, and I said Judge was gonna go off. Jim, he's a little lost right now. I'm I'm officially concerned. It could be physical, it could be mental, it could be both at this point. Um, I'd, I'd just never seen, it was two things I'd never seen from Judge. It was him be mad about a pitch that was, I definitely had a chance of being a strike, and then it was Judge getting as mad as he did at an umpire. And just when you combine all that in the blender, it's got me a little shook. Yeah, he said afterwards they asked him about it, and he said, it's just baseball. Yeah. Just not feeling it right now. It's not clicking, but I'll be fine. Good news is the Yanks are winning without him. Also, how I, I his approach at the plate is bad. He's in he's in a bad way, but is his on-base percentage still pretty good or is that dropped as well? I mean, it's got to still be if I had to guess, I'll go look it up. I'd guess it's what 380s. It was bad this series. 388 on the season. What about these last couple games? Do you have that in the series? No, like the, like the the Toronto because with the last Orioles series it was good. So these last right. seven games, I'm wondering if it's any rem- semblance of good or is it just all bad? Um, yeah, I don't know. That was a tough ask to be completely honest with you. No, right, I'll pull it up um, in two seconds. Okay, don't, well don't, I'll pull it up in three. Don't even worry about it. It's just yeah. that podcast life. Um, 240. Against Toronto. 240. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, that's not good. He, he's gone from 409 against Baltimore, uh, his on base percentage on August 6th, and now he's down to 388. So, yeah, he's, uh, he's not in a great way right now. It's, it's definitely, I mean, 
this sounds obvious. It's definitely a slump. But um, yeah, man, I I don't know. It's I'm hey, hopefully Cleveland comes in, he gets a little juice and gets it going. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm a little worried. I I was not worried at all. I'm a little worried. You are and a worried. That's the the other thing you said, Jim. I I mean, literally, imagine if the Yankees were playing 500 ball or something. I mean, this would be like a giant news story. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What's your what's your second award, Jim? My second award is going to someone who deserves an award and I'm currently refreshing a website to see if I can find okay. a word that I want to use. I don't know, uh, it's on the tip of my tongue, but I can't figure it out. So, you know, we're just spinning, spinning, spinning website and uh fucking still spinning wow this is brutal oh no one ever go to that website i can't tell you what it is it'll give it away right yeah the visionary award could you use it in a sentence please i hope domingo herman gets visionary wins all right yeah more loss go on i think it goes to domingo (laughs) yeah (laughs) gotcha it does it does Uh, it's a cinnamon cinnamon for 20 okay i was gonna do something with like a a fun quote with dime right that didn't make sense nope so i was trying to find something for 20 whatever domingo Armand's gonna get 20 wins jake think so are you ready for that jim i kind of am and i i well, I almost went and dug it up today because, you know, late in spring training, I fell in love with Domingo. So there's probably a couple podcasts slash Domingo's PPP that I could dig up and look really good. But I thought that would be kind of petty if, like, the day you hit 100K, I'm, I'm like, hey, look what I got right about one guy. So um, maybe I'll have someone do my bidding on that. But, dude, it's, it's insane. 16 and 2. <laughs> It's all right. I got Holder right, and you gave me a lot of flack, but I've never rubbed it in once. But right, yeah. So, well, Holder's Holder's bounced back. He got hurt, you know. No, no, no. Bounced back. He was looking good. I think I. I think I, before the season, I said I. I can see Holder having a terrible year and going to AAA and being this year's Kane Lane. You were like, no way. No, I. I agreed. I. I. I said. I. You know, I had high hopes for him. I thought he could get better, but I also acknowledge that he could find his way on the bus. All right. Anyway, Domingo Armand, dude, since returning from the injured list, he has that one albatross of a start in Minnesota, 3.2 eight earned runs, which right. ruins his ERA since he's been back. But listen to his game log since coming back from injury. Six innings pitched, one earned run. Six innings pitched, zero earned runs. Six innings pitched, two earned runs. Bad game in Minnesota. 5.13. Seven innings pitched, two earned runs. Five innings pitched, three. Seven innings pitched, two earned runs. It's really good, Jake. It's really good. How many starts has he completed six innings? Twelve. For this staff, for this team? It's amazing. Yeah. How many starts has he given up less than three runs? Twelve. Eleven. There's a relief appearance that snuck in here. Eleven. Isn't that crazy? It's pretty nuts. How many starts less than four runs, so three or less? 16. His season is really good. 
The ERA sucks because he has a seven earned run start and an eight earned run start. And that's why I'm starting to really dislike ERA because right. Domingo's been so much better than a 3.96 ERA. Those outliers ruin it. He has 17 appearances with three earned runs or less. He's been awesome. Yeah. 116 innings, uh, less than a hit per inning. Still a little too high on the go for balls. More than a strikeout per inning. He kind of came down from his career average, but he's He's kind of doing what we asked. I mean, and that's what we saw Domingo's blow-up innings last year. He tried to over-pitch. He tried to strike you out. Um, he's been great this year. I mean, he's going to get a ball in October. And if he if he has a really – if he has a good October, I mean, what are we going to be saying about Domingo Herman next spring? Big things. He's good. I'm going to be a little scared about the, the pitch – the pitch count thing. Or the innings limit. Like – when Savvy got pushed, then he did the 2018, right. and then he fucking, where's he been? Yeah. Yeah, but, you're right. I mean, why, why go seven against the O's when it's the O's? But I don't know. They've got a plan, we think. Uh, guess how many double-digit strikeout games he's had this season? Four. Zero. Wow. He had one last year, but he had three nine-strikeout games last year. He only has one. He has two nine strikeout games this year. He hasn't been as big of a strikeout guy. I mean, he doesn't have one double digit strikeout game. Yeah, I want to say, and even even early on, I feel like he was having a couple couple of his higher end strikeout games. And <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we're now we're complimenting him for not striking guys out, but he's just been consistent, man. Except the the quote unquote hip games. So he only has one outing on uh, above 100 pitches this year. Yeah. Maybe that means a lot to him. Hmm. Interesting, man. It's funny. You look back at July, and they did kind of limit his pitches a little bit. So maybe we've been ignoring it, yet his three starts in August have all been 90-plus. So maybe not. Well, he was coming back from injury there. So that's yeah. kind of why it was like that. All right. What's your next award? Mingo, my guy. Uh, Jonathan Holder, 3-1-8 ERA since coming back from AAA. What? Um, my, that's good. Well, That's pretty good. That's his ERA last season when we talked about him. Well, my that's not good. Last award. It's kind of good. Um, goes to the... I think I'm going with the Cheryl Crow Award. Crow-themed awards today, huh? Yeah. Who you got it going to? Cheryl Crow Award. <clears throat> What's your favorite Cheryl Crow song, man? I feel like a woman. Shania Twain. Real close. Oh, yeah. I like Shania so much better. Woo. Well, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me detect this. All I want to do, right. uh, strong enough, the first cut is the deepest. Okay, so the first cut is the deepest. Uh, I think you're more of a soak up the sun guy. So I think you're giving Tyro Estrada the soak up the sun, soak up his time in pinstripes in September. Jimmy, I am giving out the Cheryl Crow Award because if it makes you happy, and I know it makes you happy, that Gary Sanchez 
is back and bringing the noise. A three-hit day today with a couple of singles. Oh, yeah, and that mammoth shot to center. Three hits, three RBIs. As you noted on the Twitter sphere, he is leading all catchers in home runs with less games played than a lot of the other guys around him. Gary looks good. Um, I, I hope the Orioles kind of woke him up. And he just he just looks right. Like I I'm I'm not gonna pretend to be uh, you know, eyeing Gary's health through the television, but he he looks right when the ball jumps his off his bat, it is special. Um, make sure he is healthy going into October because it's a weapon other teams do not have. If it makes you happy, then why the hell are you so sad? Mm. Get it, Cheryl. <clears throat> I like Shania Twain more. That's fine. Not that I dislike Cheryl Crow, Jake. That's also fine. You're so pent up from these blue chews. I'm pent up. I'm I pent thought up. it was dog food. You did. That's why I, I was like. They might not like this part. Well, it's way, what, past, um, way past the ad. Talk, talk about Gary Sanchez for 30 seconds to a minute. Gary's good. When he hit that home run to center field, I yelled. And yep. I didn't yell for a lot of other things. There was no camera on. There was no talking with people, which kind of gets you more into like, let's react. Right. I just was sitting here and I was like, yeah! Giving out Ooh. a free hat. Two free hats. You homered two other day. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm reframing from okay. gloating. Because the right. slump was bad, and it was long, slump is bad. and I need now another hot streak. He does like August. Gary likes August. likes August as much as I hate August. My least favorite month. Right. Wow. Heavy. Yeah, and it would be the, the Indians are coming into town. They're hot. They've been the best team in baseball for a month and a half, something like that. It would be a nice, it would be a nice reminder if Gary could be scary against them. Yeah. I like it. That ends the awards. That ends the awards segment of the show. And now we're on to the segment where Jake sings a song. Fifth Blue Chew is kicking in. Jeez. Do we say do we say anything about Cleveland? What day is today Wednesday? Today is Wednesday. We we play in four? No. Well, yeah, we got to be if it starts tomorrow. <laughs> Fuck. Well, no. <laughs> what are the probables? Can you pull them up? Let's pull them up. Probable pitchers. So I think we're going opener day tomorrow, which sounds like Chad to lasagna, which is actually fun, right? Interesting. I'm excited about it. We'll pull up their numbers on yeah. the pregame show. I'm going to the city tomorrow um, to scope out some apartments, but I'll be back in time for the pregame show, I believe. Yeah, I mean, let Matt Stucco know where you're looking. Um, Friday, Friday night to knocker, Jim. Like Ooh. that. Um, so we've got Plutko versus an opener, a.k.a. Chad to lasagna, we think. Uh, Savali, haven't seen this name before for Cleveland. Looks like a Paisan, maybe. Versus Tanaka on Friday. Zach Plesak on the bump Saturday versus James Paxton. And then Sunday, Jim, your favorite, Mike Clevenger versus CC Sabathia. Who the hell is Savali? I don't know. It's quite genuinely, <laughs> go check out Talking Baseball. My first time seeing his name. Um, 
Savali. Aaron Savali. That's fun. Yeah, he made his debut this season. He's made from three. From Connecticut, Jim. Where in Connecticut? East Windsor. Oh, gross. Ooh, tough break. Sorry for all East Windsor listeners. Thank you. That's only because it's far away from Newtown, I think. Luke, didn't we play okay. a game against East Windsor where they came in? We played two games, and it was like an hour and a half drive. Luke says I'm wrong, so. Okay. I'm thinking of Cheshire. Uh, ooh, he's been good, Jake. Six innings pitch, zero on run. Six innings pitch, one on run. Six innings pitch, one on run. Shut down Minnesota. At Minnesota. Wow. I'm now most scared again about Aaron Savali. Yeah, Northeastern guy. CAA shout out. So, uh, yeah, we'll look forward to him. Wow. Is he tomorrow? Uh, no, he is uh, Friday night against Tanaka, so stop worrying. Oh, I'm not worried anymore. Good, good 2 nothing game. Should be. Should be. All right. That endeth the show. Thank you guys very much for listening. Go tell all your friends to listen. This is probably going to be a great series, right? This is a big series. Because Cleveland's coming in hot. They've, they are now trying to put themselves in that AL playoff like finalist mix. And the Yankees at home. Yeah, this is going to be some good baseball, I think. Did you see the... I just posted a uh, breakdown of Carlos Santana's walk-off home run versus the Red Sox. I did not see that, Jim. It came, I think you might like it because you like when I get okay. mean. Yeah. And for some reason, I, I just came off so mean. Okay. I was... I was Pretty mean to the Red Sox, but that's in jest. Sure. And then, who's the player on the Indians? Uh, one of the players on the Indians, can't think of his name. Terrible hair. Yeah. I kind of, I called it a bird's nest. I said, ooh, that's brutal. It's tough. It's tough. I watched it back, and I was like, damn. Oh, I didn't mean to be that mean. Yeah. But uh, I opened it up with the Red Sox went to Cleveland to see what a contender looks like. Ooh. That was pretty good, right? Spicy mommy hot tamale. Well, now Cleveland comes to the Bronx to see what a real contender looks like. Contender. So you think you want to be a contender? That's the episode, Jake. See you later. Patreon.com slash Talking Yanks if you want to get tickets to the event or support us. And that's about it. See you guys. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. <laughs>